What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. You don't need no plane ticket. Cece. Hell yeah. Thank you for coming today, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no I appreciate doubt. So you. We'll continue on to what we were just talking about. You having six sisters. Yes. What you you grew up in Fontana? Yes. No, actually I was born and raised in Montclair, California. Oh, okay. yes. When did you move out here? Um fifth grade. So what year what year was that? Fifth grade is like I'm trying to think back. So we graduated like 2014 and we're in like 12th grade. So seven years before that, like 2007. Yeah, like around that. there. Okay. We were just getting into sixth grade. We had just finished fifth grade. I went to that Hrupa. Yeah. Al Hrupa sixth grade school. The one that was like right there uh, across the street from our school, right? Yeah, like yeah, Hrupa yeah. High School. Right there. Yeah. yeah. I went to that one when it was just all sixth grade and been there, been here since then. Oh, shit. So yeah. you've been here for a cool minute. And then you said you were the middle sister? Kinda with the fifth sister. Fifth sister. Fifth sister. Yeah. Okay, so that's like, I mean, out of seven, fifth sister. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're kind of in the middle. Kinda you know. In the middle. Yeah. How old are your like oldest siblings? She's thirty-eight. I want to say thirty-eight, and then your your youngest. My youngest just turned eighteen. Oh, okay. So you guys are like all in the older ages now. Yeah. So it's not like you have like a ten-year-old little oh, sister no. and shit. No. That'd be fucking hectic, honestly. Oh, it would. How do you? Are you old? Are your parents older? Yeah, they're in their 60s. Well, my dad's, yeah, like 60 already, I believe. Mm. My mom, 58. My parents actually have the same birthday. Oh, really? Just two years apart. What the fuck? Yeah, like literally the same day, same month. That's crazy. <laughs> How do you guys celebrate their birthday? Together. Just, just like one big thing? We get them a cake. Or it like says both their names on it and both shit? Both their names. <laughs> or my mo- that year, my mom went to set like a different cake. Yeah. Two cakes and together, <laughs> yeah. That's tight. How, how'd your parents deal with and like how, how did you like life? having so many siblings was it hectic or what um to me it was never hectic mm. i actually really liked it because it was like i had six different friends i always looked at them as friends we're all two years apart like two three years apart except the youngest one she's the one that's like the most apart from us like yeah. in years i guess and then i liked it it was never hectic my parents always made it work Oh, so it was definitely my parents are immigrants. Yeah, you know they migrated from Mexico, uh-huh. um, and they just always made it work. It was really cool, like growing up with that many sisters. Yeah. Did you guys ever? Do you feel like you were ever in like growing up in the struggle where like you felt like you had like a like you were in poverty in a way, or is it always like was it always like out of your sight to the point that you you just felt like you had a good life? If that um, makes sense. Now that I look at it, now that I'm older and I have more knowledge, it was poverty. But back then, my parents never made it seem like they never had it in sight. Like you just said, you know, yeah, they always just made it work. Like, you know, they always made sure. Yeah, maybe we didn't have a new backpack or new clothes every single year, but our shoes, they made sure. Yeah, you know, we had good shoes. We go to the swap meet, pick our shoes. You know, we didn't care. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was just like. There's this burger joint called Larry's by where we used to live in Montclair. Yeah. And it was just always like we'd get a couple like meals, you know, or not even the meals. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't even get the drinks. We did. We'd even take our own cups and get soda from the place. You know, (laughs) we'd all share like a couple, two, three burgers, you know, we'd cut them in half the fries Uh, and, you know, type shit like that. Yeah. You know, it was never like never felt like a struggle. Yeah, no more poverty, you know, and like I grew up growing up, I've never had my own room. 
You oh, know, really? Like, so you always had to share with yeah, your siblings? Yeah, my sisters, even up until, like, my early 20s, dude. Oh, you know? shit, yeah, like, yeah. Because it it's always just been so many of us, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just, like, recently, just recently, I was able to, like, have my own room at yeah. home, you know, my own bed. and it's like, How'd that feel? Dude, awesome. Right? You yeah, know, it yeah. felt great. Like, not that it was bad sharing with my siblings or anything, you know? Like, mm. it was awesome. But it was just like, wow. Like, to have your own space, your yeah. own privacy, to where, even to, like, your own closet. Yeah. You know, to, to all that stuff. It was, it was like, a huge, huge, like, shift in, in that, in my life right there, you know? So, how, like... Would you say you're very similar to all your sisters? Um, no. Like similar in some ways. Similar in some ways, yes. I would say in like our humbleness, you know. Yeah. Always remembering like how our parent parents brought us up and what they taught us and stuff like that. In those ways, I would say yes. But oof, we're so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You yeah, know? I feel it's you. like it's it's. But I do see like myself and my sisters in some ways or they see themselves in me you know but we are different not in our own ways you mm. know and um two of my sisters i didn't really grow up with them they were out in ohio most of my life you know they left yeah they left home they ran away from home when i was oh, like really? yeah like eight years old so how old were they like pretty uh, were they the older ones um it was the oldest one and the third oldest one there it is. Oh, yeah. okay. Dang. They, they left. She, the oldest left first, and then, like, after the quinceanera of the third oldest, she kind of, like, agarro camino, you know? Yeah. And she just left, too, you know? Did um, you remember, like, contacting him ever as they were gone, or was it kind of just, like, a, like, you didn't really know, like, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing? Um, No, I did contact him. It was yeah. when, like... MySpace was a thing. Oh, shit. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had remember I had we had this brown computer. Um big big box. Like it had the box in the back, dude, and you turn it off from the bottom yeah. and the top. You <laughs> a know? big monitor set up yeah, and everything. everything. Yeah. I remember I hop on there and like hoping one of them was online at least, you know, because yeah. one of them the oldest was never really about like social media. She grew up even now, you know, yeah. she grew up with no like social media in her days. That wasn't, wasn't a, a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, or when, like, um, Facebook was becoming a thing and, like, you know, the little messenger thing. Yeah, that pops that up. That pops up. Yeah. Like, so that was revolutionary yeah, right definitely. there. <laughs> so, like, we would hop on there, message on there. You know, I didn't have a cell phone back there or anything, yeah. you know, and it's just, like, that was it. Ali, yeah. hey, <laughs> Ali, leave it. You're going to get high, bro. This guy eats weed sometimes, and he'll be so stoned, like, oh, no. like ridiculous, honestly. Oh, but yeah, as you're saying right now, um, did you ever get the urge to go with them? Like, to want to be like, hey, like, can you guys take me with you? Or was it? Yes, because I craved, like, I wanted my big sister home. Yeah. You know, like, it was tough. Like, yeah. I had this, like, resentment towards them. Like, yeah. I remember, like, I, I did say some pretty hurtful things because I was hurt myself. Yeah. Like, why did you leave me? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's just, like, when I turned 18, like... I was already, like, out, you know, and they just thought they knew me and they didn't, and that hurt me so much, too, you know. So, yes, like, I wanted to go with them for so long, and I would tell them, like, can I just go with you or come pick me up or something, you know. But I guess it just wasn't so easy because now that I'm older and they tell me, like, 
they were going through it too, you know, because yeah. they left on their own. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they didn't, they just, they ran away from home. Mm. And it's just like, they didn't want to, they didn't want to put us through that. You know, they didn't want us to see what they were going through, you know, like, so it did suck. Like yeah. not having both of them at home, you know. When you started to like, because you, uh, like, I, uh, it's a weird, little weird for me to say because I've never really said it too much, like, like being queer, uh-huh. like, right? And I'm not saying it's weird, like, the whole thing, but, like, I, maybe I get, like, a little nervous saying it because I'm not too sure about, like, what the context is and, like, how people look at it. So, like, if you were to explain it, what would you explain queer being? To me, being queer, thank you for asking that, you yeah. know, and, like, not just throwing a label out there, you know? Um, queer to me is, like... Um, just loving who you love, you know, like, no matter what, like, because that's the way I identify, I identify as queer. Like, if, if we were to put it in a, in a word, it'd be, like, a label, you know, because yeah. me personally, I don't like labels. Yeah. Um, Ali, no. Ali. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you just have to get, make a little cameo appearance real get quick. Down. Ali, get down. Get down. Get down. Go play with your bone, bro. Go play with your bone. You're, you're ruining a good moment right now. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so like being queer, as you were saying. Yeah, so being queer to me, the way I look at it is being, yeah, just expressing your love to the person y- you feel love for. Yeah. You know, no matter um, what, you, what you identify as or, you know, what, just expressing your happiness and your love with no boundaries, I guess you would say, yeah. you know, and just like... Um, yeah, that's the way I look. Be, no. you look at being queer. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, dude. Honestly, like I, I was saying too, like the reason why I ha- was so willing to have you on the podcast is because, like, dude, I don't, I've never kicked it with you. I've never hung out with you. I've known of you and stuff, but it just always amazes me that like everybody I've meet that ever talks about you or brings you up to me only ever says something good about you. Like I've never heard anything bad about you. You know. And I think that's like really it shows a lot about who you are and stuff, you know, because there's so many different people I've known that like I encountered you or like known you in their circles and stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, like that's cool. Like you guys all have something great to say about her, not just like something basic, you know, when you were younger coming up, like, do you remember when you started to feel like like different or like uh, like feeling that way that you started to like? Uh, yeah, dude, in elementary school. Like oh, really? Fourth grade, like third grade. Yeah, like. More that I have knowledge of is, like, I have a lot of vivid memories of second grade, third grade, fourth grade, and fifth grade, because those are my last years in in my, like, hometown, like, where I was born and raised, yeah. you know? So, like, yeah, I, I, that's when I started feeling, like, I liked being more around, like, my girlfriends, you know, and, like, I played a lot of basketball with the boys, mm-hmm. and, like, I like playing handball, and, like, and then every time that my mom would take us to buy uniforms, because it was... My si- my sister Barbara and Vicky Victoria, we we were the three that went to school together. So like when they t- take us out to like buy uniforms and stuff, yeah, I always wanted like dicky shorts, you know, and like just a, ch- a shirt, like a collared shirt, you know, and then my hair done was always in braids. Mm. So that's one thing that I remember that I was very very comfortable in. You know, I was never the type to like, I don't know, pick out a skirt or, like, a dress or anything like that. Um, yeah, my mom dressed us in that, like, the same kind of, because yeah. we all three of us grew up together. Well, in age kind of, you mm-hmm. know, similarities. And, 
yeah it was never that's when i started feeling you know different yeah you know what was like kind of like the the moments where you started to be like all right like like this isn't just like because I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm like thinking about like how confusing that could be as a kid, right? Because yeah. like you have people telling you like this is the traditional way of like doing stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and like you want to fit outside that bound. So like, like was it scary? Like just being like, fuck, I don't know how I can tell my my siblings, and then especially being a uh, six girls, you know, like that are your siblings, like yeah, it was it was scary thinking, you know, feeling that way, and then I guess like when I moved to fontana when i moved out here i totally disregarded how i was feeling because Mm -hmm. in sixth grade like i tried to fit in like i met these girls and they were like girly girly you know very feminine yeah so i was like ooh, i want to start wearing tighter clothes i want to start wearing more fitted jeans and more fitted blouses and i want to start asking i've been asked my sisters like teach me how to do my hair you know i started wearing ribbons and like i just started i guess coordinating myself more feminine yeah yeah, you know and then like sixth grade ended seventh grade came and i was totally uncomfortable like i wasn't comfortable you know i was like okay what the fuck was that like that was (laughs) such a weird phase you know and then like seventh grade came and then i had like this job at the swap meet you know so i'd earn like a hundred bucks 120 Sick. bucks a weekend saturday and sunday you yeah. know so that's when i started buying like more vans and more like loose fitted clothes still in a feminine way because i didn't want to project i guess i or i wasn't fully aware of who i was yet yeah. to be honest i really because i knew of being bisexual you know because that's what i kind of identified in middle school yeah um so it was like i still want to like be feminine because i didn't know either yeah you know and then eighth grade came and i was like okay dude i like girls even you know, so like, in seventh grade like when you were kind of like like when you said you identified as bisexual did you was it like to the point where like you wanted to make it known to people like that were in your peer group and then like at home would you hide it a little bit or were you open to with at home um so i never really like came out to my peer group I, uh, to be honest, I yeah. was just always me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was just me. I I don't think I ever like told them like, guys, I'm bisexual. Yeah, like you don't have to. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I, I feel like yeah. I have to. I just I did have this one best friend who I met since I moved here in sixth grade. Mm. You know, she's my god sister by the way now. Yeah, same. Yeah, so um, I told her because I was so comfortable with telling her like, because I felt like she she. She helped me come out, be who I am. Oh, you know, cool. she's a huge part of it. But yeah, just her, just her. You know, like yeah. I just felt the need to tell her, and it went from that. You know, like yeah. I was just me around the pure group, and then like, como que they kind of knew. Yeah. Because of the way I kind of projected myself or mm-hmm. um, represented myself. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, and at home, not that I necessarily hit it. Um. But I was very tomboyish at home. Mm. I was less, yeah, I was less feminine than my sisters, you know. Um, And then I did get kind of made fun of at home by one specific sibling, you know. I guess she didn't know back then, you know. I forgave her for it now, you know, and things like that. Um, So it was tough at home. Yeah. 
you know. Um, I used to cut due to that, you know, because uh, I was, like, so hard. It was yeah. really, really hard uh, being myself at home, especially because growing up, my dad always, um, like, made fun of queer people, yeah. you know? And so it was, like, I was afraid at home, for yeah. sure. You know, it, was, it is more scary at home because it's just, like, what if I get rejected? What if my mom doesn't like me? Or what if my dad says this? You know, so that yeah. was that in seventh grade. I remember that, you know? And then eighth grade, yeah, so that was seventh grade. Yeah. You know, my peer group in seventh grade just knew, you know? Yeah. And then, like, eighth grade, <laughs> I had this boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I think I, I, no, I don't think, I know. I loved him more as a brother. I looked at him as a bro. Like, I feel like the love I had for him was more as in, like, my big brother. Mm. You know, because I've, any, everything and anything he did was so cool to me. Like, I wanted to learn that, too, you yeah. know? And it wasn't more of a, like, a relationship or, like, significant other type thing. It was more of, like, I looked at it as, like, a friendship, you know? Yeah. You know, I was never really in, or loved him like like that as a boyfriend, you know? And I was just... Not that I necessarily wanted to be him because I've personally I've never wanted to be a be a male. Mm. You know, I've never identified as a male or anything like that. Uh. Yeah. Um, by the way, yeah, I've always identified as a female. Yeah. You know, my pronouns are she, her. I don't even mind they. Yeah. You know, because I do now. I do understand my. How do you say my persona or the way I project myself outside? I can come off as like as a male, you mm. know, more masculine, or I even get that I look like little boys sometimes, yeah. you know, and that's totally okay. I'm okay with yeah. that now because at the end of the day, like I know who I am. Yeah. I know who I identify as. That's beautiful. You no, know? and like yeah. um, <clears throat> before, it did used to bother me. Yeah, like oh, like when they used to call me a boy or like. Um, or any anything to do with male or he him pronouns anything to do with that it bothered me a lot because that's not who I ever wanted to be mm. you know that's not who I am but instead now like a couple years back I finally taught myself that in order for people to like fully know who I am I also gotta be teachable you know I gotta like I gotta teach them and they can teach me things too you know so yeah. now I just educate people instead instead of like getting upset because it does me no good yeah you know like yeah. instead we we'll just teach them you know it doesn't hurt and however they want to use you take that information it's like totally up to them yeah you know like i did my part i did what i have to do and if they wanted to listen cool and if if they don't but they don't have to either you know because mm. they're not gonna stop me from like living my life or anything like that because for a long time I did think that. I did yeah. think that people or society was, like, stopping me from being who I am, you know. But, no, because I wasn't fully accepting myself yet. You yeah. know, I wasn't fully learning. I wasn't fully allowing myself to love myself, you yeah. know. Um, for a long time, like, I was, like, in denial. Like, what if what if I'm not queer, yeah. you know? Like, even time. All right, so, dude, yeah, like, 
it's crazy that like you're going through so much in seventh and eighth grade essentially or like through middle school because i feel like middle school was like personally like one of the one of the hardest times for me but like some of the most developmental times i yeah. guess in a way you know because like i was getting bullied a lot at the time and like I was kind of an easy target. Like I was like very, un like unsure of myself. Like I felt very. I was really small and like, like a lot of things are going on. So I can imagine like on top of that having the confusion like about like, like where, how open to be about yourself, you know, and like what fields you can play and stuff like that. Like it, it must have been such a struggle. Like when you went into eighth grade, is that when you kind of just like fuck it, mm -hmm. like fuck it, I'm yeah. gonna be me. Like that's. That's so crazy to me that you like learned to accept it and be so like willing and open. So like in like three years in a way, you know, like that third year going into eighth grade that you kind of just like accepted. I feel like that takes a lot, you know, for someone to just like to even love themselves in general. Like just in general, I feel like loving yourself is like very important, but like it, it can be a very hard thing to do. You know what I'm it saying? Is, yeah, for sure. Because it's just like, well, well, for me, it was like. What parts of myself do I love? Or yeah. How do I learn to love myself in like this way? How do I learn to be there for myself? Like being queer, you know, because, you know, for one, it was easier for me to just say fuck it out here because it was like I started fresh, you know. No one knew me. I didn't know no one. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, you know, in middle school, you you kind of just have all kinds of people like come from a bunch of different elementary schools, you know. Yeah. You know the the boundaries, or you live on this side of the street and that side yeah. of the street, you know. So it's just like, yeah, uh, in, in like middle school, a lot of people that I went to sixth grade with, yeah, they went to. I went to Sequoia, by the way. Where mm. that's at over here. It's like somewhere over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yes, a lot of people um, did go to Sequoia from sixth grade. To too but it's just like i i saw so many excuse me oh you're good i saw so many like uh new faces yeah. you know you so it's just like no still again no one knows me i know no one you yeah know? i was like fuck it you know i'm gonna just yeah you know yeah. like i was just like i'm gonna be me like and it was so liberating and so like it felt great just doing me being me yeah you know part of it was also because i was like such a huge rebel in middle school dude like i was i wasn't bad but like i was a rebel like, were you like smoking and no, doing shit like that or was no. it more like more like, of just like coming home late taking uh, friends buses across fucking fontana you uh, know yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that it's just like Things like that, you know, like, or, like, just going into abandoned homes after school mm. or supposedly staying. There's this, like, after-school program, you know, that you stay called, I think it was called Smart Kids or something. Uh, like I think that. I went to that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just, like, sometimes I would stay and sometimes I wouldn't because you'd stay there until, like, 6, I think. Six, yeah, pretty late. Pretty late. So it's just like, oh, hell yeah, I don't have to be home till like, Dude. 6, 6.30, you <laughs> know? So Check out like, this funny story. So when I was in... I'm going to say, like, seventh grade or maybe something like that, mm -hmm. right? I went to that program after school. So I would go all the time to that program after school. And so this one time, there was going to be a fight at the park, like a big <laughs> rumble, like, you know what I mean? Like two contrasting groups. And I went to FOJ, and, like, at the time, like, 
for some reason there was always like little cliques and stuff like that like little gangs or whatever yeah. and so they're gonna have a fight at the park and i'm like all right i'm gonna pull up to the park you know and i'm gonna go and i think i maybe told my sister the day before or something right and so i go and i'm at the like the park with my i think i was with like my girlfriend at the time or some shit like that or some friends i forget and i'm there chilling watching the fight and then like it just goes down you know like someone kind of like rocks the other person and it, like everybody's going like crazy and shit and then out of nowhere i hear my name being screamed right like and i'm like what the fuck what is that like and i look back and it's my fucking mom and i'm like what the fuck is going on like my mom's like hauling ass towards me like you know running over yeah. there towards me like <laughs> screaming at me and she's like trying to like hit me as like she's coming towards me and shit i'm like trying to dodge her and she's like go to the fucking car right now and i'm like i'm out of here like all right i'll go to the car and then like she tries to go, like, tell the people to, like, break it up, you know, and, like, leave and shit like yeah. that, you know? And I'm like, how the fuck did you find out that I was here? And then my sister, she was like, I told on you. <laughs> so she had snitched on me. I was like, you Aww. fucking ass. I was like, oh, man. But that should just make that's, me think about that real funny. quick. That's <laughs> funny. I know. How old was she? She was way older than She was, you? no. She was, like, t- sophomore oh or some shit. God. And I was in seventh. I was like, you're such an ass. She was like, honestly, I feel so bad about that to this day. She's always telling me now, yeah. you know? And I was just like, that's so funny. Like, at the time, like, I was so butthurt about that situation, you know, because people at school the next day were like, hey, what happened? Like, you know, your mom hit you and shit. And I was like, yeah, she beat my ass. <laughs> home, you know? <laughs> so it's just funny, dude. That's so funny. So um, I really want to ask, like, so at any point, did your parents ever want to have a conversation about it with you? Or did they kind of just like, like, because my dad, for example, he's the kind of guy where he will see a situation and... Like, he'll talk about it with you, but if he knows that, like, I mean, this is what I get from it. Like, if he knows, like, you're uncomfortable talking about it, he more just accepts it. Like, he accepts it and he lives on with it, and he doesn't have to say much, doesn't have to do much, you know? He kind of just, like, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, I accept that, you know? So, like, did your parents ever, like, want to talk to you about it or, like, because not that not to make it such a big deal, but, like, Latin homes and, like, Latino homes yeah. can be so, um, they have such a, like... It can be very toxic, honestly. Toxic, you know it's what I mean? weird, it's awkward. <laughs> like, it, not that the list goes on or, you know, yeah. but I feel like I I do come from a toxic home, you know, like, because um, my parents just kind of stayed together for the kids, you yeah. know? Like, my mom just stuck, stuck it through for us, mm-hmm. you know? So these days she tells us that, you know? Um, not, I don't think my parents ever wanted to have a conversation about it. Um, I feel like for a long time, my dad was in denial about it. My mom kind of knew because when I came out, I came out our first summer in high school. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're done being freshmen, you know, so that's literally our first summer, dude. Like, um, I think that's when was i think we were gonna become sophomores yeah because um i met this girl like in during summer practice for basketball because i went to go join i went to go join or whatever you know and i just think i think we just kicked it that whole entire summer you know and i think we just um i came out to them well to my mom my sisters, three, four of my sisters, and my brother-in-law mm. that, that summer. Like, I came out to them because 
I think I wanted to bring her around as my girlfriend to them already, you know? Yeah. I was tired of, like, my best friend, my best friend, you know? So I'm not too sure if it was, like, fresh. I think it was, yeah, after our first year in high school. Yeah. So, yeah, I came out to them. How'd they react? It was, like, the best feeling in the world. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like weight off your shoulders weight off my type shoulders, shit. Like, they were so supportive, like... It was just, like, so relieving, you know. My mom was, like, I already knew. I just wanted to hear from, like, I just wanted to hear your words. Yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted that reassurance, you know. Yeah, she said it in Spanish, you know, that she wanted to be sure of it. Um, What did she say? She said, you know, that I'm always going to be her daughter, no matter what, and she was always going to love me and accept me, regardless, you know, que yo nunca, nunca iba a parar de ser su hija, y que the only thing that she was not going to deal with or put up with is people bullying me, mm. that she wasn't going to let anyone ever, like, throw no dirt on my name, or if, you know, that she was always going to defend my name, no matter who I was or where she was, Yeah, you know, and she's done that to this day, you know, when... I am eternally grateful for my mom, yeah. you know, because there's been other situations where it's just like, it's the total opposite, you know, and my sisters, my, well, my, my second oldest sister was her, it was, and then, yeah, my three other sisters, it was four of them, the oldest one was like, um, that we're gonna have to start being more careful with like the word faggot yeah and just things like gay and that there were just gonna be words to be thrown around mm. and she was totally right about that you know and it was just oh they're the biggest supportive like yeah. most supportive system ever you know and once i got that from them that reassurance like once i knew that i can count on them no matter what, like, I didn't, again, I didn't feel the need to come out to everyone in high school again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, with them knowing, era más que suficiente. Yeah. You know, and from that day on, I was just me, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I was more comfortable and more happy in high school now, you mm. know? And, like, um, I, the relationship I was in, you know? We weren't really out because of her. She didn't really want to be out, and I totally respected that, you know. Um, but me, on the other hand, like, I was just me, you know. People I, people knew, I guess, you know. They yeah. just knew, you know. And I didn't feel the need to, like, validate anyone. Or say it and shit. Yeah, anyone, like. yeah. As long as, you know, I validated myself and things like that. That was more than enough, you know, but being in that relationship that i was in i wasn't like able to like fully express myself i wasn't able to like fully be myself or dress more masculine or represent as a more masculine queer person Mm -hmm. you know because that person i was with i don't say no names you know um that person i was with oh it's all this yeah. is her last name and first name. She lives on this address. Hey, no, I'm hey, go look for her. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I tell you what she looks like, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> blonde hair. Yes. Blue um, eyes. No, nah, but yeah, you know, I would just ask that person, like, how do you feel about me cutting my hair off? How do you feel about me wearing, yeah, more more boy clothes, you know, like shopping in the boy section more and things like that. And she would just always have something so negative to say, you know, and 
I guess I was just blindly in love, you know, yeah. because I I was with that person for a good, like, dude, our whole sophomore, like, well, you know, after freshman. So, yeah. like, I worked together that whole summer, sophomore, junior, senior year. Oh, even, even senior year, too. Senior year, dude, we graduated together, you yeah. know, like, even after senior year, like, we were on and off for a couple of years, you yeah. know, like that person officially like cut off in like 2017 like for sure for sure you know and like so yeah even then like i wasn't fully like able to be expressive like in some areas you were open and then in some i wasn't yeah you know and it was just like i guess i did it to keep her happy you know i guess all that mattered at the time was to make her happy and her happiness you know and it's just like and then when all that ended, I was like, well, look at me. I'm all fucking fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was tough, like, working myself back up from that, you know. And I didn't even talk to you about when, like, I came out to my dad. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, how, how was that? Like, dude, did you have to do it in separate times, like, yeah, with your parents yeah, and stuff? Yeah, well, because, like, it was tough. Um, I don't even, I think it was after high school already when, like, I officially, like, came out to my dad because um yeah because vicky was still in high school so i think it was like a year after i graduated or or something like that um i don't fully remember when i came out with him because came out to him because it was such a blur like it was just such a shitty time in my life when i came out to him to be honest because he didn't accept it like you know it was thankfully like my sisters were there and my mom was there again you know but it was it was a separate time it was for sure a separate time you know and when like when when i told him about myself um he like was like that he was never gonna accept me and he was never gonna accept me coming around the house with my loved with my significant other you know and that if i ever wanted to come visit my mom that I was going to have to be alone, that to never bring, like, the person I was with around, you mm. know, and, like, it was tough, dude. And then, like, that was that, you know, like. Did you ever feel your parents have tension for that? For no. some reason, no? No, thankfully, like, my mom always defended me. Like, mm. whenever he did try to bash me, like, always, my mom always stuck up for us, always. And I'm, like, that's why I'm, like, ugh, you know, I owe her the world, dude. Yeah. You know, and it's just, like. So when she said that she was really going to defend my name and she was not going to let anyone bully me, like, she meant that, Mm. you know? And, yeah, she was always defending me whenever my dad tried to, like, talk down on me because of that, you know? So there was never any, like, tension between them because of that, you know? And, like, I remember this, like, one year. My sister was still in high school, and I think it was, like the day before a dance or something like that i don't remember and um she was in his room watching tv and then i went to go look for her to ask her about the dance or whatever you know and dude he followed me like he followed me into the room and like told me to leave my sister alone like to stop bothering her like it was so weird like it was so random you know and it sucked because he had friends over and he was like intoxicated you Mm. know and 
he like followed me in the room and he started yelling at me and like he got physical with me you know and yeah. it was like um he fought like i don't know what he said yeah he said to stop bothering my sister to leave her alone that she didn't want to talk to me or something like that he was just being an, an asshole you know yeah. and like um he followed me inside of the house and like we went at it we fought <laughs> we yeah. fought dude he kicked me out of the house thankfully like you know, my friend, like, she had just started college in San Bernardino, and she had a dorm out there. So I left. I left with her, you know, for, like, a night or two, you know. And, like, that was tough. That was tough. And ever since then, like, it just started going downhill with him. You yeah. You know, we never had, like, the most healthiest relationship, you know. And I just distanced myself from him. Yeah. I didn't give him... Like, I respected him. I always do. always have. always will. You know, that's my dad, and I'm always going to love him. But, like, I distance myself from him. I don't think people are going to fully understand, like, when they tell me, like, oh, how can you feel that way towards your dad? Like, he's your dad. Like, well, dude, you don't know what he did to me. You yeah, know? yeah, Like, yeah. you don't know how he made me feel, like, yeah. for so long. I needed my dad. I needed a hug for my dad. Yeah. You know, like, and... I learned so much on my own because of that, mm. you know, like he always taught me. I mean, he always told me that he was never going to teach me how to like change oil or like anything like that, you know, and I learned on my own. Yeah. It was like, okay, he's not going to be there for me, you know, and he would see me like I've changed out like my car battery. I've done so much on my own, dude, so much. And he's seen that like, he's seen it when i do it right there at home and i think he's little by little he started noticing how distant i was from him because i wouldn't look for him anymore i wouldn't like tell him oh dad i'm leaving or dad i'm home or anything like that like i stopped i stopped all of that because to me the way he was treating me like he didn't deserve that from me yeah you know like he didn't like why was only i gonna try yeah you know like why was only I going to try? Like, he needs to try too, you know. And and thankfully, like, I'm glad I distanced myself from him because yeah. he noticed, dude. He noticed how much of a void I was leaving in his life. Uh. You know, he started noticing how much, like, I wasn't looking for him anymore. How much, like, how much, yeah, like, I wasn't looking for him anymore, you know. Like, I sometimes would even, like, go the opposite ways. If he was going this way, I'd go around because my house is kind of like it's not the biggest home but it's like it has a big yard so i would mm. find any way to just avoid him because that's how much i felt like he did not deserve my energy or anything you know yeah he's being shitty dude. yeah like, I, I i always tell people too like just because your family and friends or just anybody like anybody just because like like even for this example, yeah. just because he's your dad doesn't mean that you have to allow him to disrespect you exactly. and to treat you so shitty and to fuck with your energy so exactly. much, you know. Yeah. So sometimes you gotta protect yourself. So I understand. Just like I get it, and I res like I respect that. Sometimes people like for unfortunate, unfortunate reasons in life, like they don't have a, that certain parent figure in their life, you know. And sometimes I think I think of that a lot, you yeah. know. It's just like that um like a parent like abandons their family or something you know or your dad goes to prison for some unfortunate reason or whatever the case may be you know like i had my dad but sometimes i'm just like sometimes 
not that I, it sounds mean, but like sometimes I would have wished to just like rather not have my dad like present because mm-hmm. how much like he hurt me. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oof, it was tough. Yeah. You know, like it's been tough. And now I'm just so thankful like he's noticed on his own. You know, has like, the situation gotten better with you too? For sure, it has. Yeah. You know, it has like a lot better. Um, also, like I've put myself in his shoes, and you know, like I've I've comprehended him a lot. You know, it's just like so. I'm just like now. I think it's his turn. Like yeah, to do tantito de that. Yeah, you know, it's that's just big like, of you. Because yeah. honestly, like I respect you so much for that. Just because the fact that like. I'm a sensitive person in a way too, and I get to the point where if I feel um, negative energy from some area, I will completely shut myself off from there. So I won't give it like no time of day, you know. And like, I can imagine it being so hard because it's your dad, you know. Yeah. And and Latin machismo is like such a big topic. Like, there's huge things on you know being on my like a machista and shit. He's one of those. Yeah. So know, so like... I could see like how that's such a struggle for you, you know, and like for it to be like it's your dad, you know, you want to like let him in and like for you to even still allow him into your life like i think that's huge just in its own you know thank you i appreciate that you know because for a long like for a long time too like i've thought about it like should i let my dad in does he deserve it should i allow him and i think he has earned it Mm -hmm. you know he has definitely shown me that however he can show love or express his love in his ways that that's how he wants to be in my life, and I'm gonna allow him to do so. Yeah, you know, because he has demonstrated that to me, and yeah, we still have our days, you know. But I think we're both getting older. He's only only getting older, you yeah. know. And like, I, I, I'm not a prideful person, you yeah. know. So I'm thankful that I was never prideful, or I never let my pride like get in the way and like say like. I'm not going to talk to my dad because I'm pride for anything like that, you know? Because if I wanted to, to this day, I could have put that pride up and, like, mm-hmm. still not let him in and still yeah. not talk to him and still, like, you know, like, be... Or working on the relationship him and I are working on now, you know? Because it's still work in progress with him every single day. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's like, it's been so many years where we didn't work on that, you know? it's It's been so many years where, like... It was a total opposite, you know, where he was feeding nothing but, like, negativity, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, like, it's going to take time, and yeah. you know? And, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just glad that he noticed on his own, you yeah. know, that I didn't have to, like, try to, like, instill anything in his mind or, like, try to teach him otherwise because, Judy grew up, like, in a total different era, you know? Yeah. He grew up without his parents, too. So, like, I, uh-huh. I understand him a lot, you know? Like, he came over here when he was, like, 15 years old. So, it's, like, in a lot of ways, I understand him, and I put myself in his shoes, you know? So, it's just, like, I think doing that has also helped me a lot, like, has helped me a lot to allow him back into my life, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's just, like, well, he didn't get love from them like he deserved love from us you know like i'm willing to show him love yeah and like and then whatever ways he accepts it so be it whether yeah like dad yeah i'm a boy dad yeah you get or like i can't pop you a lot papi yeah yeah, you get papi i'm a boy or like 
you know, papi ya comió. Or, like, if it's just bringing him, like, a hamburger from the corn dude, like, or wherever we go to eat. Like, yeah. to me, I'm showing him love. And he's that's him accepting, like, you know, I guess yeah. I'm just learning his love language. Yeah, and he's yeah, learning yeah. mine, you know. He's not, like... I left for a weekend, like a week to go with my friends, and I tried to like give him a hug and a kiss, and he's not much of that person. Yeah, you know? so yeah. it's just like I'm not big on affection either. You know, I, I don't know how to accept it either. Like in my relationship, it's been tough. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you know, it's been tough. Like, and to show it to to my partner, like to show her affection, to allow her to show me affection, it's just like what is that yeah i was about to say like uh how is it now like this new relationship where i'm sure that you can be a little bit more open and free and then like at the same time i can only imagine that like since you did have such a long connection with the other person in like your sophomore year high school era you know i felt like that could have maybe even left you behind with like some not trauma in a way but like the way you act towards relationships, you know, it maybe like affected you a little bit, you know. You can call it trauma because it definitely yeah. has been traumatizing. Because the person I'm with now, I actually met her like the year that I left that partner, like mm. officially, dude. <laughs> so I met her like, yeah, like in 2017, I met the person I'm with now, my partner now. So. Yeah, I met her back then, you know, but we tried. At the beginning, we definitely tried to date. We definitely, excuse me. No, you're good. We definitely tried to be a thing, but I didn't know how to love. Mm. I didn't know how to be loved. I wasn't emotionally available, mentally available, like physically available. Excuse me, none no, of that. Good. I wasn't available to any of that. Like, And for so long, I tried and I thought... That I knew how and that I could be in a relationship again. But no, like, I ended up, like, fucking with my partner's feeling. My partner now, like, I ended up just messing with her feelings because, like, it was just, like, I was so unsure of mine, you Mm. know, until, like, until, like, I fully finally decided to just, like, no, dude, like, let's just give each other a break, you know? And, like, we did, we were to we were... We didn't talk. We had no contact for, like, a couple months. It was, like, nine months, I think, that we didn't talk, nothing. Like, she changed her number. Like, you know, she went ghost on, like, social media. The only contact we had was, like, Snapchat. But, um, yeah, I talked to her again in 2020, you know, Same. last year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we I, I, like, hit her up over, like, Mac Miller. Um, his, oh, my fucking. I fucking love him, dude. His swimming album. Oh, she was so sad. Yeah, dude. Um, I hit her up over that, and like it's been a journey since then. Yeah. You know, like I was fo- like finally able to like um to love and allowed to be loved. You know, like she taught me a lot of that again. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been so patient with me, and like you know when. We're just learning each other so much still because um, of 2020, like, we were kind of, like, in a long-distance relationship because I left Ohio Uh uh, from, like, January to September. Oh, shit. 2020. You were there for a good part of the year. Yeah, so it's, like, all we ever did was, like, FaceTime and, like, things like that. You know, Snapchat or, like, on the phone. So it's, like, a long-distance relationship, you know, so... 
um, yeah, just recently again, like, um, I just feel like we just started dating. Yeah. You know, like, um, cause I'm still learning so much of, from, like, from her and of her, and she's still learning so much from me and of me, too, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, but it has definitely been, like, such a more different and beautiful relationship because, like, we can be open. We're, like, I don't have to hide it. Like, I don't have to go behind her family. Like, her family knows of her, too. You know, they know of me. Um, my family knows of her, too. You know, it's just a little tough to bring her around my family because of my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's, he's like, fully ready to see that in person just yeah, yet, yeah. you know, um, and I totally understand and respect that of him. If that's how he's going to accept me, I'm totally with it because I rather him accept me like that than not accept me at all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, like, um, it's been with her like it's been so good, dude. Like, don't get me wrong, it's there's no per- to me. There's we have our you know, our little differences here and there, you yeah. know, but it's just like to me it's just things we could learn from. Yeah. Know, learn from each other and like um but isn't that like it's been good. Like a lot of definitely a lot of like has definitely brought me a lot of happiness, a lot of like comfort and like I don't know, I could breathe around her, you know. Yeah. Or, like it feels good. <laughs> that, that's beautiful, you know? honestly. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, to see like in a way, like, this, from what you went through originally, you know, like, your struggles, and to see, like, this is, like, another progression in life, you know? And I love to see people that can progress in life through whatever struggle they may face. Yeah. You know? So this Thank is you. just, like, your struggle yeah. that you ended up going through, you know? For sure. All right, to get on a lot lighter topics now, so when did you start collecting tattoos? Um, like... Like a year or two after I graduated high school, or like no, because when I was I graduated at eighteen, like I was an eighteen year old in high school. Yeah. So like I think right after high school, dude, this was my first summer here. Ow, how was that? The area. Good and it I didn't hurt. I don't remember it hurting or anything. Girls so. got different pain though. Yeah, honestly, like, like I feel like girls can take so much more pain I liked easily. It, yeah. yeah. Got problems. Now that I look at it, I'm just like I would have wish I would have gone more down. You know? Yeah. I definitely want to feel. My chest, yeah. you know, like, I was like, it would have been sick to have it around my breast, to be yeah. honest, you know, like, it looks sick, because it kind of goes down to it a little bit, yeah. so I was like, ooh, that would have been sick. Dude, they yeah. look cool when you can actually incorporate, like, the <laughs> whole breast and stuff, like, I've seen even girls do, like, uh, webs around that area, Yeah, and, like, that looks hard, like, just the idea that you are so down to go, like, that low, you know, because yeah. me, I'm already, like, I'm scared to go to my nipple, like, I'm, you know, I'm panicking. Even, I wouldn't get it pierced. Yeah, fuck. But I would get it tattooed. Tattooed, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I was thinking some hearts around, it'd be sick. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, like, but yeah, for sure, like, I definitely don't want to cover this one, just because it's my first tattoo. Like, yeah. You know, that was it. Um, but yeah, I started collecting them, like, so maybe, like, 2015, Same. around there. Nice. Um, 2016, and I got that one, and it was just from there I wanted more and more, you know? Yeah. Um, just finding, like, different people and stuff. Well, actually, my tattoos are all by the same guy. Oh, really? They're all the same artist? The same Even the, the first one? Yeah, the first one. So from him. the first one, you've gone to him ever from since? him, it's been every single one. Tight. Yeah, like, just because I like, 
um how light his hand is oh yeah you know and he's fast to me like he's fast so it's just like i rather i like the pain but i finish it so fast you yeah know? like he's done before i know it and it's kind of dude and honestly i feel like that's important too it's like when you like your tattoo artist you know like because I, I have a tattoo, like, I have an artist who did some work on the back of my leg. He did, like, the key push in there. And so he told my girlfriend something very interesting. He told Jess, like, he was like, um, he was like, fuck it if they have good work. Like, do you like them as, like, a person, for one, and, like, the way they, they work on you, you know? Because, like, you're in a way having, like, a full-on surgery, you know? Like, you're having surgery, and, like, some guys are, like, fucking brutal. Like, I've had guys where, like, the back of my head and my stomach, like, the guy has, like, such a heavy hand. And those are, like, two super sensitive areas. And so, like, he kind of just, like, blasted through them. And, like, I was feeling, like, shit. Like, with the back of my head, it got to the point where I was getting pale and, like, sweaty as fuck yeah. and throwing oh. up and shit. Like, yeah, it was it was bad, dude. And I was just, like, yeah. Like, and the guy with my hand, Thomas, he is, like, he kills it, honestly. Just because, like, he... His whole experience, like, with the tattooing is so dope because, like, he, I feel like he really does try to put himself into people's, the seat, you know, like, like he tries to be like, all right, like, you're in pain, like, let me help you out a little bit, like, let me put some bactine on it, let me take, let's take some time and shit, and we'll get right back to it, and then his hand is, like, pretty light as well. <laughs> the other day, I went to get a tattoo, you see the head tattoo? Yeah, those are sick. <laughs> so, I started this one, I got this on Friday, right, and um, for one I was expecting it to be the size of the panther on this side. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting it to be kind of small in this little general area. And then when we did it, like, I was like, honestly, man, just do what you want. Like, I'm not really picky. Like, if you want to, like, change it up and add more space, like, that's fine. He's like, do you care if it's bigger? And I'm like, no, nah, I really don't care. So he's like, all right. So he put it on or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let's do this, you know? And I thought I was be able to handle it pretty chill, you know? And I'm going through it and I'm like, all right, I feel this shit. Like, my head's, like, buzzing. Like, I could <laughs> feel it buzzing, you know? And, like, it's cutting deep into my fucking, like, like, I could feel it going in my scalp, you know? And I was like, God damn, this hurts so fucking much. And, like, with him, like, for example, with him, he would, like, he's a fucking sick artist. Like, don't get me wrong, he's fucking sick. Who, so who good. This one? His, uh, the one on this side, the panther, his name's Adam Vanor. Uh, if you look him up on Instagram, it's Adam, V-U-N-O-I-R. He's sick. He's, like... I consider everybody at that shop, like, they're, like, legends in my eyes, like, for some reason, you know? Because they're so talented. Like, they all have their unique style. Like, Adam, this guy, is he has a really cool story. Like, he was young, and he ended up going to Japan one time to go tattoo and stuff. And so he started, he couldn't find any tattoo shops to tattoo at. So he went, and he met this Yakuza guy. And so the Yakuza guy got tattooed by him. And then from then, he put him into, like, a shop to work at. And so the Yakuza guy would pretty much recommend people to go to the shop. And so what he said, he was like, what's so cool about over there is that, like, they don't go to you like, hey, I want this. Can you do this for me? They'll be like, hey, I got this area right here. Do what you want because I trust you because you're the other Yakuza. Like, they recommended you, you know, so I trust you. Like, do whatever you want. And so I was like, that's really cool. And then the other guy, um, he's a co-owner. It's Nathan Kachetsko. He's, like, a fucking, he's sick. He's He does work for uh, Ruka. Like, I've seen him do, like, um like different like I don't, well, actually not ruka he did something for stance the socks you know stance yeah. socks he's created socks for them he has like a shirt through that same company he creates a shitload of prints like all his uh 
all his paintings they they sell for like two thousand dollars like three thousand dollars but he uses different kind of media so he'll do like pen and then he'll do crayon and then he'll do like like watercolor you know so he does he switches it up a lot and like his style is different like <laughs> like i was like hey man I need like a two minute break. I'm dying, you know. Like, I, I like this shit's painful. Like, I, I need to sit down or just like relax. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I got you. I got you. Just, just lay down. Like, you know, just like lay down, stay laying down." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And so I lay down again, and then like, he just goes back to work. Like, I just hear, you know. And then I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, I can feel this shit. Like, yeah. you know. And then like, it just it made me like, "Fuck!" I don't know if I'll be able to do this. Honestly, I still have to. I still have to go back and finish all the shading and stuff. But I was just dying. I was like, God damn. And, like, every artist works differently. And, like, I am very comfortable with that guy, Thomas. So I'm like, damn, I would ex- I would be so down to let him do even more work on me, you know, like a full sieve because I'm so comfortable with him. I love his work. Like, yeah. he's such a good artist, you know? Um, but, yeah, I think it's, like, super important to find it somebody is. to cozy with. Yeah, definitely. I am cozy with. His name's Rika, by the way. His, his Instagram name is um, Pura Vida Rica. Ah, I yeah, love that. I love that. Too. Yeah, um, and just the vibe there. Yeah, they're all just it, they're all just very welcoming too. Yeah, you know, and I've recommend I've recommended quite a handful of people to him. You know, so like, and I like that, like he remembers who I am. You know, like, and just so welcoming. Yeah, you know, and it's like he's very like his prices are very like. Reasonable and Reasonable stuff, so. too, as well, you know, and it's like, I definitely do want to, like, expand yeah. my artist. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, co- like, collecting. Yeah, it, like, to me, collect, it's collecting art, you yeah, know? Yeah, I definitely want to collect more. Like, I want to, we'll finish first this leave, yeah. you know, and then start over here. And, yeah. You know, I'm fucking hectic. I I kind of just like my. You see me right now, yeah, like it's all spread out like, everywhere. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, you kind of got your left sleeve almost By done. The, you know. Yeah. It's like I pretty much, in a way, have it done because there's like fillers, and then I even have it up to here, and then I got like a spider in the inside now. Yeah. To kind of fill some gaps, like I just really need to go to my chest and do a little bit more, but I'm gonna start like a Japanese sleeve soon. I'm gonna do like a whole Japanese sleeve on my right side. Which I'm like panicking about. It's gonna be painful. And then like, I started my back recently too. I don't know if you saw it, but yeah. I started my back. I'm like, ah. but I've just been like, fuck it. I'm just gonna get something different, you know? And like, that was a period of time where I was getting something like every fucking month. Like, I was like, fuck, I like wanna collect so bad, you know? And that I'm, was like, me. That's how I got all these in like less than a year. Dude. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> like less than a year. And then like, this back one over here was like, the last one I got. That's like yeah. the, the tree. It's yeah. like a tree, it's right? It's a tree. It's like a bonsai tree and a yeah. yin and yang. Ah, I see it now. Oh yeah. shit! At first, I was like, it looks like uh, it's like something's like under there, you know, like uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it looks like something's going on right there. And then yeah, now that I see it's it, not fun. it's not done. I tapped out. Yeah, I it was, tapped out, dude. I feel you. Honestly, I feel like such a bitch when I tap out, but I'm like, dude, I can't. Like, I just yeah, can't. I can't do this. <laughs> can't do this. Yeah, like. It's like there's clouds going on right there. But yeah, I told him, I was like, dude, I can't. I'm so sorry. Because it had been so long that I had gone and tatted. And I was mm-hmm. honestly like getting how you just said. Like I was getting sweaty and, sweaty stuff. and yeah. stuff. And I was like, I'm so sorry. So I just tipped him a good tip. You know, yeah. I paid what I had to pay. And I tipped him. I still, and I got this one that day too. Oh, fucking 
That yeah. must have hurt too. But I ha- it did. It's little, but it hurt. And after we get a retouch, yeah. he even said, you know, he's like, it's going to fade fast. He's like, so mm. you're going to have to come back. Like it hurt. I, I know, dude. Hands stuff hurts. Like Jessica got her hand tattooed, and she was like, she just told me she was like, dude, I was dying, and and I was like, I understand because when I got my fingers tattooed, oh my fucking god, it hurts so much, dude. I, like I got my knuckles tattooed, like all this, and then I, that same day after I finished this, I started my stomach, and oh my god, I regretted it so I wanna, much. I want a stomach tattoo, too. dude. They're sick. They look so nice. On I love stomach tattoos, but that area is fucking like bullshit. I like. I want to get... What'd you get? It says Pura Vida. That shit's huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> like It's the whole thing. That's like, just cool as fuck, though. It hurts so fucking bad. The guy that does the lettering, he's really cool. Like, his lettering's cool. Um, Like, the vibe, the shop vibe is weird as fuck, though, because it's, like, his studio. Like, mm-hmm. just one guy in his studio and shit. And, like, he's cool and shit, but, like, he gives me off, like, that Bam Margera vibe, you know? Like, mm-hmm. kind of, like hectic a little bit yeah. you know so like, when you're getting there like when i got there a couple times like it was messy as fuck like uh, beer cans everywhere like you just see like ash ashes on the beer can you know like shit like, like that party type yeah like it was like his living room and then like he kind of just sets it up as like a mm-hmm. studio you know and, like it's it's cool like don't get me wrong his work is really nice you've probably seen his work it's um his name is seventh dean oh yeah 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 i like his lettering he has good ass lettering i get lettering done by him right here actually he has, he has really cool lettering. He just he has a heavy hand, so it could be a little bit like dreadful, you know, like yeah. so. It's like because he's the one that did the back of my head oh, too, shit. and he blasted through the back of my head in like You're an hour. Like, yeah, he no. said, "Fuck this fool right here!" Like, uh, I swear. After I was like, "God damn!" Like that shit changed my life right there. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I thought I was gonna die or something. Like it was so painful. But his lettering and his style is so unique. Like it's like something I'm like. I regret it so much, but at the same time, like, I'm glad I did it because I love the piece, you know? Like, my stomach, I actually really love my stomach. That's probably, like, one of my favorite tattoos, just, like, the way it is, like, the way it sits and stuff. I was even going to, what tripped me out was, like, originally, my plan was to go, like, a uh, full stomach. So, like, to go, like, pura vida and then across, you know? Just have, like, one right here and then the other right here. But, like, something last minute, I was just, like, honestly, on one side, it would look fresh. I was like, I'm going to just do the one side. But, like. I would never get a stomach tattoo again, dude. Honestly, like, they're so... Pa- Are you ticklish? Yeah. Same. True. So as soon as he started going, I was like, oh, shit, like, fuck. And then, like, you feel they go in. Oh, man, yeah. It was, it was dreadful. It was traumatizing. Yeah. Right there. Honestly, like, really traumatizing. What you been up to lately, like, just in life? Like, how you been feeling about life with all this COVID shit ending? Like, have you been nervous about COVID and all this stuff? Def- recently, yeah, I have been... Um just because my mom brought up that she wants to get vaccinated. You know, she finally, like, took the decision that she wants to. Um, so something to think about, you know, yeah, just because she's older, too. And Do you ever get worried about the whole vaccine? Like, because I, I know everybody feels different about it. And not to get, like, on the COVID shit a lot, because there was a while where I was getting on that shit. Every single podcast, I was talking about this shit. <laughs> but, like, um, like, my mom got vaccinated and I've been thinking about getting vaccinated. Same. But then you see stuff where, like, people are getting seizures and shit like that. Like, and it makes me, like, like, what if that could happen to me, you know? Like, because yeah. it could in a way, you know? But, like, I don't know. I, I, get, I guess, like, the whole Delta variant stuff, I'm like, if we just get vaccinated. I get the flu vaccine. I've got, like, the flu shot and yeah. shit like that, right? You ever get that? Like, yeah. Yeah, I do. I have gotten it. Um, 
I haven't gone like vaccination maybe like beginning of this year. Like mm. do just, you know, regular checkups yeah. and shit like that. Um, but dude something to think about, like that COVID vaccine. Yeah, like, like I'm like panicking, I'm like, ah oh, man, I wanna get it, but I don't and stuff. Yeah, like, 'cause I'm very hesitant on it too. Like, should I get it? Should I not? Yeah. You know, and I'm like you just don't know, like you just said, you know, it's like you see all these people getting sick over it and all kinds of ages, you know, all kinds of ages. And it's just like, I guess at the end of it all, we just got to really do our own research, you know, look into it. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's out there. You know, it's yeah. real. Like, I don't know what what they're, um, you know, showing to us. Or, yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's so... What, what to believe, what not to yeah. believe. There's, know? like, so much weird shit going on. I've been, like, trying not even, like... Like, I want to look into stuff and research it a lot and, like, get really, like, knowledgeable about it, too. But then at the same time, like, I kind of don't want to give a fuck because, like, for so long, like, I felt like it was, like, blocking so so much of, like, daily living, like, living like a normal person again, you know, yeah, that it just exactly. was, like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, now even with the no masks at some point, it was, like, I was, like, oh, this is cool, like see people's faces again you know yeah. it feels normal and shit like which is cool and then at the same time like i understand people are getting sick and i want to be like as helpful as i can exactly, to society yeah. you know but Still it's wear weird your mask. i just been watching movies at home really yeah. <laughs> yeah same here just been going to work you know getting home recently got a bike off our off of offer up um been riding been riding what yeah. kind of bike like a beach cruiser or more no, like, like a, a street bike, bike? oh yeah, like a street bike it's uh, a gears yeah it's the gear nice. bike um i've been i'm gonna try to you know get a more faster bike because now it's just like you know i ride with my friend yeah. you know it's just like i recommend it it's dude i want to get a bike and sure. ride again because when i was younger uh i was really into riding bikes like mm-hmm. i was stuck on it like I would ride my bike to school every day, and then um, I would ride, like, after school, me and my cousin would just get on the, the trail and try to go as far as we could until, like, a certain time of the day when the yeah. sun would get down, we'd yeah, be like, yeah, all right, yeah. let's start heading back and shit, you know? And then from that, it led to me and a couple of group of friends. Um, it was me, Octavio, this kid named Ricky. Uh, shout out Octavio Castillo. Octo, <laughs> him, and then um, I can't remember the last person that went with us. It was four of us, though, and we all went to la and we rode our bikes to la we got to the staple center and then from the staple center we we just like we tap we're like fuck the shit we're tired you know we got to give it up and we're on fixie so you have to like keep pedaling yeah, non-stop yeah, yeah, it was just one gear it was so tiring dude and then after that me and a friend we got together and he stayed the night and then the next morning we left at like six in the morning and we rode all the way to venice beach and then from venice beach we rode to santa monica and we were gonna ride back and then we're like, fuck that. We sat down and we ate a pizza and like all the lactic acid that had like built up in my legs. Like I was struggling to stand up. I was like, God damn, like that was so tired. Cause we did pretty much 76 miles. Yeah, that's a lot. It was a lot. I was like, God, but you know, it's so crazy to me is that like, there's people that can do that shit on the daily. Like they'll ride that far and they'll just be like chilling and stuff. Yeah. Do you have any like big goals for your biking? Like yeah, to I get do. into biking I, stuff? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. Yes. Um, I do want to get a faster bike like the ones where you're like hunched back and like or hunched forward i mean you know yeah um and just like yeah i want to get like the whole the whole setup i really do like um 
because I'd be writing and you just get into your thoughts, you know, and yeah. I just be thinking like, I really want to make something out of it. Like I really, really like this for so long. I tried skateboarding yeah. like, and no se me daba. Like yeah. all I can do is on an ollie dude and ollie. And like, we have like little cement thing borders in my yard and stuff. And like, I jump off of those and stuff, yeah. you know, but that's it. Like, um, so then I got into writing, you know, like in high school, I had a beach cruiser because I needed a way to get to um, to basketball practice in the summers and just just to get around in general for basketball because <laughs> um, my mom never learned how to drive um, and she she recently she recently told us <laughs> why she never wanted to learn how to drive like so off topic but. Yeah. Um, because well, my dad's an alcoholic. Mm. Um, you know he's drank our whole lives, and she told us recently like that she never wanted to learn how to drive because she never wanted my dad to like bug her to take her to take him to buy more beer like when he was already too intoxicated. Yeah. You know, like, and I was like, okay, I give you that. Mom. Yeah, like you know? that's interesting. Like, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> interesting and now i'm just like well you got all your kids are grown so we can all drive you around like where you want to go you yeah. know like <laughs> fuck it you know but yeah and anyway so my mom never drove my dad was the only one who drove but he was always ugh, he was such a, always such an asshole about giving his rides dude so it's like he would be home but no no like wouldn't want to pick me up I don't know. That was just him being, I guess, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He just didn't want to pick me up or, you know, and things like that or take me to practice even, you know, so. You're like, fuck yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I got a bike. I got a, I got a beach cruiser. I don't remember. It, I still had my my Swami job. Like, I had my Swami job for as long as I could remember. I think all through, through, all through high school, too. Um, what would you do? I I worked with this lady. Her name's Safi. They're African-American. They're from Kuwait. Um, freaking awesome people, dude. Um, she basically sold, like, a bunch of, like, female accessories. Like, those dollar earrings and necklaces. You uh. the Swami. Like, she... I used to sell... Like, now, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the NYX. I used to call it NYX because mm. that's how I knew it. Like, people now call it NYX. Mm. That brand, dude. It was a Swami brand. Like, yeah. All Mom, that, I would see it in my yeah, house all the time. Like, all that stuff that's expensive now, like lip liners, eyeliners, fucking little eyebrow gel was like that we used to sell for like two fifty, five bucks or a dollar twenty five is like now so expensive. But all that stuff, yeah. How'd you meet her? Um my oldest my big big sister, like my big The one that left. The one that left. Yeah. They're the ones who started working there. So we've all worked Go. there. And oh, even really? yes, even my my 18 year old sibling now like that's cool yeah they even got to work there um i call my baby sibling they because those are their preferred pronouns yeah um so yeah they they even worked there for a little bit you know while they were in high school and it was just so crazy and my mom actually babysat her sister's daughters like her babies so we grew up with um two of her nieces since oh, they were wow. babies i think since one of them was in diapers and like until this day you know we have contact with them that's and fucking it's, awesome it's fucking sick yeah <laughs> you know so it's just like it's, 
it's just a crazy small story. world yeah, huh? small world yeah so that's how i got my bike you know and being at the swami actually i would see like vintage 10 speed bikes dude fucking yeah. sick, sick ass, ass old bikes. Ones, yeah. yes and i actually bought myself like one or two i remember my dad fucking ended up selling them in yard sales <laughs> for so cheap dude i had like this sick ass brown one that i was actually rideable you know it just needed some like diy mm-hmm. and it needed you know things like that um he ended up selling them in the yard sales you know fuck it but for as long as i can't remember bikes have always like caught my eye you know so yes like i definitely do want to like make it a bigger thing in my life biking like i want a f- yeah. faster bike like you know those bikers yeah. you see fucking going down like lido creek they got dude, full like, on suits and yeah, shit spandex. i want i want that yeah i want a yeah. suit like yeah, I, want I, feel a sick, I want a sick ass helmet like yeah. i want some sick ass riding glasses yeah. you know like i'm i'm making it yeah goal, yeah you know like little by little and also just because like i can't financially um get that for myself just yet you know because i just started working again or whatever um but like once i can i definitely want to you know for now my bike now like it's awesome it's fast it does the job you know like but you still have that like yeah i still want that you know there's definitely other things that have to get taken care of first you know so Mm -hmm. once i can reach that goal i definitely you know i'm gonna get that bike fuck yeah like I definitely should definitely get one too again. I've been thinking know? about it. Honestly, so I want to get riding go riding. Again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's it's just cool, like to just just go. Yeah, it's know? honestly it's such a fun activity. Like I like doing physical stuff too. Like, yeah. but you know, and like that's a uh, because I like to go out. Like I don't don't get me wrong. I don't really like going out to the park and just going for a walk and shit. Like even sometimes Ollie, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I go away this Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, but like riding a bike and like something that's like super interactive like that i find a lot of fun like riding a bike like i just got into doing jujitsu but like i barely barely started so yeah. like, i don't really know too much but i think that shit so far is a that lot of fun like you know fun, yeah. i think you'd really like it because jess loves the fuck out of it and yeah, she's always actually, coming home trying like, to do shit on me i've always wanted to like be in karate like yeah. growing up i remember me like too. asking like that i wanted to do that or mm-hmm. just always been so intriguing like the whole like earning about like it's yeah. just dope and it's just to me, like, cause I'm, I like solitude. I like being alone, but there's also things where I like not doing it alone. So mm-hmm. I see that obviously there's someone there teaching you, and you're always yeah. like there having a partner. I guess like you know learning all that stuff. Like I think that'd be cool. You know. Did so you play yeah, basketball in high school? Yeah, I did. I was know? gonna say. So you already kind of like an athlete. Like yeah, you like yeah, to yeah. be in sports. And yeah, stuff. definitely. Like, I played basketball, like, sophomore, yeah, sophomore, senior year. You know, I ran track. I ran track one year. It was cool. I did good. I was fast. What would you do? What would you run it? Um, Honestly, I don't remember. I think I tried to be, like, a a distance runner, but the coach said I was too fast. He was like, do something short. Yeah, he wanted me to do something short, and he begged me and begged me, and I just didn't want to because my focus was in basketball, and my girlfriend at the time was in basketball, too. So it's just like, no. I did it one year, and, like, dude, I regret it, but it is what it is, you know? Shit happens, (laughs) whatever. Um, Yeah, and I did basketball. Sick. You know, so just being athletic and being up and just always being active yeah, yeah. i've always been just so like yeah i feel like jujitsu too it's cool because it's like you're 
it's an individual thing, or I guess just combat sports. Like I've always wanted to do like a martial art, just yeah, in, martial general, arts you know? in general. You know, yeah, because yeah, I wanted to get into like Muay Thai as a kid, but I remember my parents being like, "Oh, we don't have enough money for this." You know, I didn't realize at the time they're like, "You can either do soccer or this," you know, and it's like one or the other. And we're very heavily invested into you already playing soccer, you know, yeah. so you kind of got to stick with it. <laughs> so I was like, "All right," like I stuck with it as long as I could, you know. But now I'm like. All right, like getting older and then I'm getting more into like the UFC and like learning about stuff like that, you know, so like I started getting into that a lot and then Jess got into jujitsu, like actually going to classes and I think she just got into more like MMA and like combat, but just like watching it with me because she watches it every yeah. weekend now, you know, she's like forced to watch it. Yeah. So she'll watch it and she knows most of the people now. It makes me laugh because she'll be like, oh, I know this guy. Like I've seen him fight and I'm like, yeah, I remember like I'll make a reference for her like, yeah. oh, he lost to this guy on this card. And like, you remember like this whole thing happened? And she'll be like, oh, I know who you're talking about. It makes me laugh. And then from there, she was like, all right, I'm gonna go to class. And then you could tell she like really, really likes it because when she goes, she comes back like, oh, do we learn this shit in class today? Like, and in the beginning, when she would try to like teach it and talk to me about it, I wouldn't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I don't get it. You know, I'm kind of like off of it. But now that I'm like kind of in the class, I'm like more attentive to what she's telling me, yeah, you know, to you learn and learning stuff. Together. Yeah. And the tattoo artist I go to, I always say this, he's a black belt and he's fucking cool. Like the way he thinks about life, the way he like, he's very, very positive and he, even though like his life can kind of be a little bit hectic and shit like that, he tries to make everything very positive and very aligned for himself. So like he's organized as fuck. Like the other day he, he fucked up his knee. So like his knees in a, a brace right now. And like I seen him yeah, that Friday when I went to go get tattooed and he was like limping around the shop, you know, but like he still works out and he still tries to like get exercise in right now. And then on top of that, like he even said like, yeah, bro, I'm like, I have a notebook and every day, like, like, I make a little bit of progression, I write that down. Like, I write whatever progression I get in my knee. Like, I'm trying to look at the positives, you know, and I'm yeah. trying to stick with this. And, he, and I'm like, I I respect that a lot. And I feel like he got a lot of that from doing jujitsu in a weird way, you know, like, because he, like, he even said he was like, I went and I was looking for a Muay Thai gym. And, like, I was, like, going around everywhere looking for a Muay Thai gym. I couldn't find one. The closest thing was this jujitsu gym. So I joined and he's like, it's fucking changed my life. Like, he's like, it's taught me so much things, you know? And, like, it's it's really cool. Like, I just, I feel like uh, I've never really been physical like that with someone, you know? Like, actually, like, pushing them around yeah. and trying to submit them and shit. So, doing it in a setting where it's, like, all fun and all respect, like, all cool with people. Like, it's it's interesting to learn, you know? Like, it's, like, an interesting little thing, you know? Yeah. I think you'd like that shit. It'd be yeah, fun. Definitely. Get I into definitely. It definitely looks fun, yeah. I've always liked fighting not me you're I've, a scrapper I've, no i've no. never fought no i've never <laughs> like looked for for fights the only time i ever do remember like fighting was in like when we were little huh. me me barbara and vicky we were at a park dude and like vicky was getting bullied and like me and barbara didn't like it so yeah. We punked the little kids. We pushed them off the <laughs> ground. And we're like, Fuck out of here. We're not gonna fucking punk my little sister. Like that yeah. was our, oh, shit. that was our baby sister at the time. My baby baby sibling now, nowhere near existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no existias. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that was our baby sister. We're like you're not gonna fucking punk around, you yeah. know? Like so yeah, we like pushed them off the playground. We. You know, pushed them on the ground and shoved them around a little bit and just threw wood chips at them. But that's the only time I remember fighting. <laughs> but no, like, just um, the whole, like, punching bags have always caught my attention. Yeah. And, like, the whole, like, 
kickboxing. I feel like knocking someone out with a kick, like it's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, not that I ever would just practice it for the f- fun of it, like to knock someone out on the yeah, street and shit. Like, once I learned that, you know, or if like it's just like it's just cool to me to be you know, able to, 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 to able to, yeah, yeah, you know, and the fact that these type of like services and like um, activities are like offered offered to us like, yeah to me that's fucking sick yeah dude know? i met this like, i met a cop at class the other day and he was like he was just like kind of talking about how like he's been into it and i was like oh i was like you're a cop that's crazy like how'd you get into that he was like honestly i was on a ride along one day and like he said like, it never crossed my mind before that at all but like i just went on a ride along one day and i seen like everything that had to do with it and i was like that is fucking cool you know and i was like i like i don't want to like because Cops are, like, people are people, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think some people are really good and some people are really bad. I think that's the same thing with cops. Like, not all people are, that are cops are going to be shitty, you know? Yeah, so, like, exactly. so I respect him still young. And I was like, that's cool that you're here still trying to do this. And then I ended up finding out that he was a part of this program that allows cops, like, they pay for cops to go to jujitsu classes until they get their blue belt, which is, like, cool, you know? Because in th- this way, like, you're not you're um, more capable of holding people down in certain situations and, and keeping it a lot safer rather than, like, freaking out and already re- returning to, like, your gun and exactly, shit like that. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yes. it's cool. Like, it, they get to teach them that and stuff. And it's crazy that you bring that up because um, I actually, for a really long time, I wanted to be a cop. Mm. And I was going to school. I went to school for, like, a year, year and a half. Never finished. Um, for criminal justice i went i even started the police academy in la Mm. dude like i started going like i went to the seminar and like they asked us this question about like would you just explain about like basically if someone approached you how to hold them down and like my my response right not right away like but the response had to do basically was like to retrieve your weapon right away you know and the the cops that were there like giving the seminar were like um so you would, like, right away, like, you know, hurt someone with your gun or, like, retrieve it right away. And I just kind of froze. Like, oh, shit. Like, no, you don't do that. You know, I kind of thought about it. And I was like, oh, no. You know, I thought more yeah. further about the question. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah. On the top of the, your head, you're like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. this is the best way, safest way to calm down the situation. Yeah. And you see that a lot. Like, cops revert to their gun right yeah, away. Yeah, right you away. Know? And I guess, I think, well, not, I don't think, but, you know, a lot of the situations, maybe that's why, like, someone innocent ends up dying because yeah. the cop right away thinks like let me retrieve my gun that's the safest way to like protect myself because what the other person can be defenseless Mo- yeah. most of the time yeah they are defenseless you know yeah. i mean us people that are not cops you know or like we're not around carrying a gun yeah you know, honestly, like it's that's like different like yeah it's very different um but yeah like that's really good that they offer that that through the cop, yeah, because yeah. like, it's just like now he also gets to learn that he doesn't necessarily need his gun right away mm-hmm. for you, protection, you know. Super off topic, but have you seen uh, like uh, do you watch a lot of shows and like a series and shit like that? Like, have you seen any of the Disney series? Mm. Like Loki? No, actually, no. You haven't seen no, Loki? I haven't. You need to I'm watch not Loki. Really into like series like that, I recently just started getting into like shows and more like 
things with episodes and series because uh, of my girlfriend but like you used to not really no, watch I stuff did. i'm a movie person like, so you just movies. like straight movies just like movies yeah. yeah like i have dvds i'm old school like uh-huh. i have like dvds at home uh like, sick. you know like i'm i like collecting that type of stuff go to like, walmart get like the five dollar box yeah, of shit like i have like end of watch i have Clean. um training day fire i have i think i have a couple like a war movie. I don't know if it's Jarhead. So things like that. You know, I have like mm. older, cool, cool yeah, movie, like classic movies. You know, movie I have shit. like Coach Carter. I have Love and Basketball. Basic basketball yeah. movie. <laughs> you know, I have like The Longest Yard. Like, Sick. Um, it, the, the old school, it was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. I have have you seen anything new that you're like, oh, this is fucking cool? Like, do you go on all like Netflix and all yeah, those shit too? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do like Netflix. We have Disney Plus. Um, I like ki- I like kid movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I do. Me too. Movies, I fucking know, love like, Disney movies and because, like, I have I think like eight nieces and a nephew. Yeah, you know, so it's like, <laughs> hell yeah, man. Dude, let's really, let's like, put it on. Yeah, let's put it on. <laughs> definitely, you know. So it's like I'm a big yeah. I like I love Disney. Movies. I saw this movie the other day. It was called Luca. And it was oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was I, good. I, I was, yeah, like, surprised. My niece watched it. I had originally started watching it, and I was, like, got put off. Because I, like, I don't like this too much. You know, it's too kid you know? Like, yeah. we were kind of, like, chilling the night before and, like, all just hanging out smoking or whatever. And then the next day, I put it on again, and it was just me and Jess. And we actually, like, focused on it. And I was, like, this is pretty cool. Like, the story is cool. I, like, everything that Disney comes out with always has, like, some, like, meaningful little yeah, thing behind it, it, you know? Yeah. So it's like cool that it has like a learning lesson. Like even Soul. Like I thought Soul was really cool yeah, too. Yeah, that's a good movie as well. I yeah. like watching that one. That was a banger right there. We we've been stuck on like a, just a bunch of like we either watch a series. Like the other day we watched a random as fuck. Random as fuck. I was on YouTube. I like watching a lot of stuff on YouTube, like little like thirty minute shows on cooking for some reason. Like I'm like really into cooking shows. So I watched that and then like ended up leading me to watching this Gordon Ramsay thing, right? And so I'm watching this Gordon Ramsay documentary and it's talking about when he first opened up his first restaurant. Mm -hmm. And you know Gordon Ramsay, right? The guy that's like a fucking dick. (laughs) So he's like opening up his restaurant and it's talking about the transition from like how he went from there to there. And like we're watching and then we're like, we're like, damn, this is pretty good. Like I'm surprised we've been so entertained by this, you know, because it just came on randomly. And so... It's like 30, 45 minutes in, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's been a cool-ass minute. Like, how long is this? Because it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon, you know? So I, like, look and look further, and then I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this this is a whole two-hour movie that's on oh, fucking shit. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, if you watch. But it's really good. Honestly, I'm, like, surprised at how good it was. Like, yeah, serious. I like YouTube. Mm. I, I watched it. It's called, I think it's called Criminal Psychology. And it's just, like, a guy explaining of cases that have already came out, though, like, that are out and, like, that people have released. I guess, like, that the press has released. Um, And it's just him further explaining how, like, a person, like, pretends to be crazy just so that the, the, the law doesn't... So the law believes, like, falls into believing that they're crazy Dean some crazy basically Do they break down like their interviews and shit dude yeah like it's on youtube I'll i think send, i know what you're talking I'll send about it to you. Like, maybe if i show you i think you know what i'm talking it, about you're like because i know there's one jcs that i watched too where he, he pretty much like breaks down what they're doing inside of the interrogation room yeah, def- yeah and he's like exactly. oh yeah like he's starting to act like this now because he's starting to freak out in his head that yeah. this is going on you yeah, know exactly. i so love love crime shows like too. that so on netflix i guess you can say yeah i watch a lot of 
criminal documentaries. Mm-hmm. I like that and just yeah, those are the type of series I like to watch. Yeah, yeah, not much as as far as like um, I don't know anything other than that. I like criminal yeah. stuff. Easy, <laughs> dude. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you for being on. Honestly, you're so open and like willing to talk about a lot of stuff. So I appreciate the fuck out yeah, of it. You know, it's always bad when you get someone here and they're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to share, you know, but like your whole story and like everything you've gone through, dude, I think it's beautiful. And Thank I you. think you're like an amazing person. It's first time that. kicking it. I, I had oh, a good yeah. time. It's dude. been awesome too. You know, I've, this is my first time kicking it with you too. Yeah. You know, you were so like, you're so welcoming, making me feel so like at home, dude. Thank also, you. thank you so much for that. And yeah, I'm just. I also think that just being everything that I've been through and everything that I've dealt with, you know, we all. I'm not saying that I'm more valid or everything that I've that I've been through is more valid than anybody else's. No, because we all go through shit. We all. Oh, yeah. Everyone's valid. Everybody's, you know. Um, but sometimes I do feel like, oh shit, you know. It's been tough for me, you know, and it's like everything that I've been through has helped me, you know, be so, so open about everything, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just open minded about to, to talk about anything. Yeah. You know, I'm willing to, you know, you know, not be shy because yeah. for so long, like I was in the shower for so long, I wasn't able to like express myself, you know, so like now that like. I, I feel like I can more, you know, like yeah. I'm all for it. Like, fuck uh, yeah. yeah, you know, let's do it. Like, you know, Vida Sola Yuna, and it's just like, this is YOLO. You know, yeah, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, real shit. Yeah, like, and it's just like, always gotta, you know, just look at the better things in life, you know, always keep moving forward because I've learned that, like, you know, just being stuck and sad on the situation never really got me anywhere you know because mm-hmm. for so long i did like throw myself pity parties for being queer for like you know like society doesn't like me and blah 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 for so long i cared like what everybody had to say or think about me you know and it's just like well fuck it you know i'm not gonna they're, they're not like stopping from living their lives why should i yeah you know like why should i feel like um i'm any different or like anything like that you yeah. know like because you're not at the end of the day yeah, you know exactly like i find i've i finally i have finally accepted and realized that i am no different you know that i that i don't need to fit in that's not in a bad way yeah know? like to say that you're not like different because like you you are unique and you're your own person you know but at the same time like it's not you're not so different to the point where like you have to look at yourself as like completely out yeah, the norm def- and yeah, like yeah definitely know, like an for, alien or yeah, some shit. yeah yeah no for sure because for so long like um i did feel like that because society did make me feel like we were different like queer people are different you know like for so even now in some some cases i see that society still looking at us like we're so we are different but mm-hmm. to me i'm i'm way past that i'm so grateful yeah. that i'm way past that you know because like to do to this day like at work like i go in the female restroom and i still get looked at like i don't belong there you know and in my head honestly i just laugh because it's just like how ignorant can someone be to like think that i don't belong here if i knew i didn't belong here i wouldn't have stepped in here in the first place i would have gone to the guys restroom but i don't go there because i don't identify as as a a male you know so like 
it's just like it's been to the point where like you know i've situations where like i've i've um traveled to mexico and the the like stewardess want to pull me like have grabbed my wrist and have wanted me to like pull pull me out of the like female restroom because i've been in the plane where there's like a female restroom and a male restroom you know and it's just like i'm just like you know i've had to tell her that i'm a female and she suddenly you know gets scared because that's discrimination because they can get in trouble for that you know in many like we're protected by a lot of laws wherever we go like we all are you Mm -hmm. know i'm not saying just just queer people but there is a lot of like lgbtqia laws in up there that have been passed you know this is just like you know it's just been to the point where like dude you want to like compete in the style with me you want to see that i'm a girl like how else because i i get it like i mentioned to you earlier you know that i get it i represent more as a masculine or more as a as a as a male but like dude i wouldn't be in here if i knew because i get it like some people do have little freak outs you know and i have i have like talk back to people where i get really really dirty stairs and i'm just like yeah see see si estoy en el baño correcto you know because it's it's been where like older mexican ladies or i have said what well, i do belong here like yeah. I, I know where i'm at or little comments like that you know because it's just like i shouldn't be feeling uncomfortable going into the restroom i belong to you know and i get it there are, in many places there are restrooms now where it's like an all gender restroom you know and it's just like you know, it's just many things to think about, and it's just like, you know, to this day, there's still things happening, but it's just like, I'm glad that, I'm thankful that I've gone through everything I've gone through, because it's like, it's it's got it's gotten me the knowledge that I have now, you know, yeah. it's given me the power to, like, not let them belittle me anymore, you know, yeah. it's gotten to the point where, like, your stare, your comment, whatever. I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. You know, like I'm, I've learned to like, I've grown so much in that aspect, you know, and like just recently too, like, like I've said, I've like fully accepted myself because for so long I thought like I didn't belong. Yeah. What like I, for so long I did think, what if I just find myself a husband, you know, (laughs) what if I just make my life normal, uh, normal, like straight, yeah, yeah, as a straight, like as a, as a, um, heterosexual or whatever you know like what if i just go you know like i guess please society please the picture of of what i'm supposed to be in society but i'm just like no that's not who i am like i'm not happy that way you know so like um finally like fully accepting myself has helped me like finally like move on in life dude because for so long i was stuck in like I don't know, and just this, this like, little box, yeah, anyway. just routine, yeah, just going, yeah, in a box, just going from like each four corners, same four corners every single time. You know? Yeah, and I finally feel like I'm expanding, and that was just recently this year, you know, when I like quit this job that I had, like of like five six months, I quit, you know, and it was going good, but it was fucking steady money, getting paid every week, like yeah. bomb ass hours. I was working like fifty sixty hours a week, like bomb. Yeah. You know, like I had like sick as days off, you know, so it's like I had Thursday, Friday and Saturday off. It's like bomb, you know, but it also fucked it fucked my mental a lot, you yeah. know. So like leaving that place just also like, you know, for sure Talk has helped me. Like mm. I finally like know 
where I kind of, the direction I kind of want to, like, just take in life to, you know, like, yeah, kind of, like, to think about, like, dang, it took me this long to, like, finally realize that, but I'm just, like, well, it didn't take me so long because it's, like, we're all in, we're all going at our own pace, you know, like, we're all progressing in different ways, like, it, you know, it has taken me a lot to also accept that, you know, that, like, life, we're not, isn't a race, you know, we're all going to finish whenever we need to finish. And, you know, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know? That's it is, perfect. Yeah, it is what it is. That's a beautiful yeah, note to end yeah. it off on, honestly. It's all, that's something I, like, always say, you know. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, Cece. As always, I thank appreciate you for being you. on, dude. I'm going to put your, your at right there on for top sure. of your name and stuff, thank too. You. So I'll make <laughs> sure you. to post it on that. everything. No, thank dude. you for having yeah. me. It was very awesome very beautiful it was my first time ever you know being on a podcast but it was it was great honestly and i hope we can do this again i would definitely like to be on again when try just hopefully i fix up the setting too you know different style you know yeah i'm i'm down for you know whatever else there's to talk about you know if anybody else i'm gonna throw this out there you know anybody else any questions yes. for me, for Gio, you know, on anything we talked about today, mm-hmm. um, feel free to, you know, shoot him, shoot him a DM or mm-hmm. myself. He's going to put my uh, out there, you know, I'm just going to put this out there as well that you all have a friend in me, you know, um, I know that whether you're queer or not, I'm here, I'm here for anyone and, you know, if you need a, an ear, a shoulder, or something like that, you know, and especially for the queer people, I'm here for you because I know how tough it is to, like, feel like you don't have anyone, you know. I know how tough it is to kind of sometimes go to, like, your family or something, you know. So I'm here, you know. Uh, yeah. Any questions you guys have, you know, any curiosity that you guys may have, I'm open to it, you know. Shoot us a DM question. I'm down for whatever. Fuck yeah. And I know this is truly going to inspire some people too. So I appreciate yeah, you for, for sure. sharing your story. Yeah. Dude. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I Thank you guys. You too. We out. Let's go. Peace. What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. You don't need no plane ticket.